what do I define about blowing up? You know what I'm saying? Like feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, and he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, please respond. Are you rooting for you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um, everybody's life. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everyone, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkInSpill.com and welcome to February. It is February 2022 and I am super pumped to start the month off in this season of love and Black History Month with an incredible, incredible guest. And this is someone I've known for like quite a while. So we'll talk about how we met soon, but I just want to give her a quick introduction for those of you who may not be familiar with her. So my guest today, her name is Koya Webb. So if you have your cell phone out, which you probably do, go ahead and open Instagram and go to at Koya Webb, that's K-O-Y-A Webb with two Bs, and check out her profile. Miss Koya is a holistic health and wellness coach. She's a yogi, a motivational speaker, a writer. I mean, she does so many things and she really does inspire people to live this, you know, holistic lifestyle, no matter where they are in the world. And she's taught me so much about yoga and wellness and taking care of my body. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have her on the show is because she is the creator and founder of her Get Loved Up Yoga School, which is absolutely incredible. So if you go to her IG page, you'll see it in her bio, or you could just, you know, go to Insta and search Get Loved Up spelled like you would traditionally spell it, and check out her school. She's got tons of information, and it's really just a huge community, honestly, a huge loving community of people from all over the world who come together and they just, they practice more self-care, social justice, and eco-friendly living, and just, you know, community, all of the good things. Um, and she's just absolutely, you know, Koya is just a light. She is just a light. And she's a podcaster. I don't know if I said that. She's a podcaster. So it's always a joy to have a podcaster on my show because I don't know, they just, they get it. They get it in a different way. It just hits different. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you all officially to Miss Koya Webb. Hi, Koya. Hi, Whitney. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. It was so sweet. Of course, of course. I've been looking forward to this. And you, you know, you've got a lot of followers on Instagram. I don't know if you know this, but you are a big deal on the internet. And I remember following you a million years ago on Periscope. Do you remember Periscope? Oh my goodness. Periscope was so much fun. I remember I was just so divinely aligned. I remember waking up every day at 6 a.m. with a new topic. And every day I would just rift on another topic. And I was like, wow, I love, I loved myself during that season of Periscope. And we'd have the worst trolls calling me all the names under the sun. And I'd just keep going like they weren't even there. And it was just such a beautiful season of life. It was. This was, guys, for those of you who are not familiar with Periscope, Periscope was... Oof. I guess it was kind of like like TikTok if TikTok were only live videos and and live streaming versus like little clips. It was a it was a video platform where you could watch people do things and and speak and whatnot, right? It was all video. And there yeah, was a chat. Yeah, it was like it was like t- yeah, it was it was like TikTok. Mm-hmm. 
And, and I remember 20, this 2015 y'all. So this was several, several years ago. And I remember finding Koya. I don't know how I found her, but you know, I've been into yoga for a long time. So, and there aren't that many black women in yoga, at least there weren't then. And I just remember finding Koya's page and following her on Periscope and she would have workouts that she would do and things that she would talk about. And I just tuned in and I remember being there and supporting quite a bit and Periscope was a lot of fun. And then it kind of phased out. Let's go, I guess, to 2015 then. So we were on Periscope. Periscope. You were you were giving us the good information, the, the fitness tips and tricks, all of that. Is that where your journey kind of started? My journey actually started in track and field. I ran track and field and then I got injured and took a yoga class to heal and then became a personal trainer at 24 Hour Fitness. So I've been I've been in the game over two decades. When I started doing the social media, that was in the second half, but I spent many years working for 24-Hour Fitness. Then I worked for like the spiritual gym based in San Diego. Then I wrote my first book, Koya's Cuisine, Foods You Love, They Love You Back. So I did a lot of fitness, personal training, and life coaching actually before Periscope. And Periscope was kind of me sharing all the information that I learned at that time. I love that. And you are based in SoCal, right? Yeah, I'm in Marina Del Rey, California, Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. What a dream. It is so beautiful. I actually remember where you lived. I think you've moved since then, but I remember where you lived and you had this like beautiful hill. I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? You had this hill and like, I think at the bottom of the hill, it's like a street and it would kind of take you to the ocean, right? That's how you were super close to the, to the water. Mm, yes, I'm right on the water now in Marina Del Rey. I, I watch the planes take off every day. And it's something about water as a fire sign. It's something about water that's very balancing and healing. Mm-hmm. I love it. I absolutely, yeah, your, your views are gorgeous in SoCal, but that's not where you're from, right? You are from the East Coast, I thought, or the South. Yeah, from the South, from Tennessee, Humboldt, Tennessee. I love it. I love it. And one thing that I really appreciate about your page is that it's pretty diverse in the types of things that you post. So you're not like all about um, one particular thing or all about working out and whatnot. You really have a holistic, I mean, it really is holistic, right? Where you're talking about so many different levels to living and to being a healthy human being that pays attention to wellness and that takes care of themselves. So we're going to talk about Get Loved Up here in a minute, but I do want to talk a little bit more about the yoga part of what you do. And and you mentioned the injuries, what you got. I think we all have a story like that. We have something that kind of got us into, we kind of stumble into yoga a lot of times, but when you've used yoga as a tool these last few years, how has that journey been for you? Mm, It's been so amazing. I mean, yoga is like, my saving grace. It brought me closer in my relationship to God and to spirit. And I feel like when I started, I was doing it to heal my back and to get back to track and field. But as I got injured again, after I healed myself, I realized that yoga was so much more than just my healer. Yoga was my best friend. And it took me getting injured a second time, pulling a hamstring when I actually moved to California to realize like yoga is here for the rest of my life to help me process my emotions, to align spiritually, mentally, and physically to de-stress. There's so many benefits to strengthen, to find courage. It's so many benefits to the practice that I'm just in gratitude every single day. 
Yeah, me too. And I love that you talk a lot about gratitude in in what you do and you showcase that. Um, One thing that I like too about some of the things that you post is food. You talk a lot about food and what we put in our body and you've been vegan for for how long? It's been 16 years. And I think, you know, food is really energetic. Food is energetic. We're all energy. And when we realize that everything that we eat has a different frequency, we become more conscious and we become more mindful of what we're putting in our bodies. And for me, coming from the South, I ate everything. And it was all about calories in, calories out, and the science of it. But then as I start to read different books and learn the energetics of food and how important where our food, not just fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, and and eating plant-based, but also like, was that food local? Where was it grown? How was it processed? And so I realized that old age saying you are what you eat is so very true. And the more high vibrational foods that I eat, the better that I feel, the better that I look. And so it's been a beautiful journey. And first it was it was tough coming from the South. And I consider myself a vegan foodie. So I love to eat all the things that are vegan, but I'm, I eat healthy. I eat very healthy most of the time, non-processed, lots of liquids, lots of fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. And then I have about 10% of the time where I eat anything that's vegan. I love going to restaurants. I love going to different people's houses and they're making different types of vegan food. So I like to have fun with it. And it's been it's been a beautiful journey that I feel like has not only impacted my life, but it's impacted the lives of animals. It's impacted the lives of the world. And, and as more people are starting to choose the plant-based path, we're going to start seeing a change in our economy and, you know, in our entire ecosystem. Absolutely. And when you, when you talked about transitioning to a vegan diet and and from where you kind of came from and what you were used to, what sparked that where you were really getting into veganism in in a completely different way? For me, it was really a a long process. It wasn't like an overnight thing. When I was in college, I I stopped eating pork. I was in a relationship and they didn't eat they didn't eat pork. And so I was like, okay, well, let's see what else I can eat other than pork. Plenty of other things to eat. And then the different health scares came out with the chicken and the turkey. And basically every time something came out, I decided, well, I don't need that to be healthy. So let me do something else. It really, that was the journey uh, for me. And the more that I cut out of my diet that wasn't in the highest vibration, the better I felt, the better I looked. People start saying, you glow. And I start having more energy. Um, I did this, uh, read this book called The Mucusist Diet. I used to have mucus, you know, all the time and would always be coughing up phlegm. And then when I went mucusless and gluten-free, that cleared up. And so it's like, wow, like I can't believe all of the benefits that I'm receiving just from cutting out animal products and dairy. And so it's just been a beautiful journey for me of discovery and no shame, no guilt, but just having the journey for myself and just noticing I feel a lot better. And then I started watching documentaries and I saw the impact on animals and how they're abused. And I also saw the impact on the world. And I was like, well, this is a no brainer. I'm going to stay, you know, and, and it's been a beautiful journey since. It is. It's fun. It's fun to watch and explore. And I think anytime we get the opportunity to dive into something new, especially when the effects are positive, it can be so interesting. When my mom 
when she got sick and, you know, her doctor was looking at her scans for her arthritis and her joints were super inflamed. And she found out that, you know, Chris Carr had changed her, her whole life by switching her diet and what she ate. And Chris Carr is somebody who I've always, we've, we've been following Chris Carr for ages. And she had a really bad like cancer diagnosis and was able to reverse a lot of her, a lot of the damage and all of that and become cancer free, I guess, or whatever it's called when you're, when it's not, what is it in remission? I think remission is the, is the term, but she, she really did truly heal herself by changing her diet. And so my mom found her as an inspiration and did the same thing. And I started doing it because I was living with her at the time, right? It was still, I think in college or right after college. And I started changing what I ate and I was like, wait a minute, this is pretty cool. Just juicing. And I know you do a lot of smoothies and it is fun to see you go to cafes and different restaurants and order vegan, because I think people think that, oh, well, you can't really get vegan. A vegan, you go out to eat, it's just salads and this and that. But, you know, there are more and more places. I'm, I'm sure over your 16 years of being a vegan that you've seen pop up and it's just become more accessible, I think, to so many people. And I do like to talk about accessibility because that's important to me. And I think to a lot of folks when it comes to healthy eating. So what are your thoughts? I know living in SoCal, but you've, you travel quite a bit. So are there some things that you've seen in your years as being a vegan that have changed in a positive way as far as accessibility to healthier, cleaner eating for folks? Absolutely. I think people look at the restaurants and they say, oh, you know, eating plant-based is expensive. But really, when you look at like rice and beans and potatoes and fruits and vegetables, it's it's not so. It's very affordable. Not only is it affordable, it's sustainable. It's more sustainable in the long run. It's less waste. So I think it's just it's really knowledge about how to make the foods. And now that we have more people going vegan, we do have more recipes and have more flavor. People using more spices. So it tastes better than it did when I started 16 years ago. And so I think that's really important, especially when it comes to accessibility. It's just, you know, the food is there. It's just knowing okay, what can I eat and what can I make with this food? As Black women, we, our, our ancestors, that was our our magic that we can make anything taste good. So right now you're seeing a rise. The biggest increase in veganism is among Black women. And that's important to note because we are making this food taste good. We are making fruits and vegetables taste good, just like we made chitlins and and fat back and all those things taste good. So I think it's really important thing to note and an important thing to celebrate that this is a higher vibrational way to consume energy. And as long as it tastes good, I think it's a great option for people to kind of dive into and see what works for them. Mm-hmm. There's so much information out there now. I mean, the internet is a beautiful thing. And, you know, now with TikTok, right? And y'all, Koya is on TikTok. So I will link her TikTok page in the show notes. I will link everything in the show notes, but definitely check out her TikTok. But what I love about, you know, apps like TikTok and even, you know, Instagram live and stuff like that is we can watch people make these foods and experiment. And, you know, Miss Tabitha Brown, who we all love and adore is vegan. And I just listened to her book not too long ago, and she incorporated recipes throughout the book, which was so much fun. And um, her journey uh, with veganism is also incredibly interesting. So there's a lot. I mean, you're right. Black women, we can make things work. And we have been forever. And being able to follow folks now and, and have so much access to them via the web, I think, is a really great point. 
Okay, so we talked about health a bit and body. This is a holistic person I'm talking to, y'all. So we're going to hit on a few different areas (laughs) of life. But I want to talk about, I guess, spirituality, because that's part of it, right? We think of mind, body, soul, or mind, body, health. What do you do to keep your mind right and your spirituality high, I guess? Like you said, in mentioning Tabitha, I just surround myself with high vibrational people and positive people. We had her on the podcast and just the the connection and knowing that you're not alone in this journey, I think is really important because I think there's a lot of people that want to try and they feel like, well, my family doesn't do it. So it's going to be hard or my partner doesn't do it. It's going to be hard. And if you can find people, whether it be on social media or in your community, find a link that you can reach out to and feel connected. Cause I think that's, that's what's most important is just finding that inspiration. And when it comes to the mind, we have a lot of limiting beliefs around the possibility. Like, oh, you know, and I had these in the beginning, like, where am I going to get my protein? And I remember talking to this track athlete, Obia Moore, and he was like, you know, and he looks like fit, you know, trophy. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. Well, if he's getting it, he's been vegan for four to six years and I know I can too. And so it's just about knowing that it's possible. And once you change your, your mindset to, okay, this is possible. I see other people doing it. Let me see how it can work for me. Because even though I eat a certain way and you might eat a certain way, and then someone else might eat a certain way, but that's not guaranteed to work for every single person. So I like to empower people and everyone listening, find out what works for you. Maybe you like, I love liquids in the morning, like 32 ounces of water, 32 ounce green juice, 32 ounce smoothie. And then I have my biggest meal at lunch. And then I have a light dinner, or sometimes I have a light lunch and a big dinner, you know? And so it's really about finding out what you need to be experience optimal health. That's what I help people do within my Get Loved Up community is just find out what works best for them and know that there's no one size fits all solution when it comes to wellness. Wellness is a lifestyle and everyone's lifestyle is beautifully unique. And I think once people embrace that and they use other people for inspiration versus law, then they're able to enjoy the journey. And when it comes to spirituality, I feel like the higher vibrational foods you eat, the more spiritually connected you feel because your digestion is on point and you're eliminating um, because you have enough fiber and all these things. So I think spiritually, just really remembering that it's all about daily connection meditation is something I also do uh, every single morning. And then when it comes to mindset, just really noticing your limiting beliefs, noticing your pain, your anger, your sadness, and realize that all of those emotions are just feedback to something that needs to be addressed within you. Mm -hmm. That was amazing. And I hope people heard a lot of what you're saying, you know, the limiting beliefs and who you surround yourself with and all of these things are a part of the puzzle. And we have to be paying attention. We have to be alert and aware of that and having a spiritual practice or having a daily routine or having a self-care routine or regimen of sorts, like really paying attention to this stuff is not, it really is crucial. I feel like people try to make it seem like, you know, the self-care stuff and the wellness industry is, is just really a lot of fluff. 
And I think it's it's interesting because a lot of people really rely on this kind of stuff, whether it's the self-care routines, especially in the middle of a pandemic, whether it's the wellness routine with mental health focus, um, physically moving your body, like all of these things can essentially on their own change your entire life. And so getting into and surrounding yourself with these people, I mean, it's the reason why everybody's talking about it or right? so many people are exploring it is because it's so it's so important. It's so life-changing. We wouldn't, I don't feel like we would all be talking about, you know, taking care of your body, taking care of your mind, taking care of your spirit, taking care of your surroundings would be such a hot thing if it weren't so important. So I think it behooves everybody, especially if you are a person of color, especially if you are, you know, immunocompromised, especially if you are struggling with your mental health, especially, you know, all of that, all of everyone should be paying attention to this holistic bit of taking care of yourself. So we mentioned, you mentioned the podcast, you, you did mention that. And I know you've had a lot of guests who really have, have spoken to a lot of these different areas of what you talk about a lot, but tell us a little bit about the show and where people can, obviously I'll link it in the show notes, but tell us a little bit about the show and, and who it's for and who you speak to. Oh man. Get loved up podcast is basically a safe haven for people to come and just relax, whether they are doing dishes in the car, um, just chilling at home, and to hear some of the guests that I have on in the areas of spirituality, wellness, and entrepreneurship. Our goal is just to inspire people to live a holistic and healthy lifestyle. And wow, I mean, it's it's really changed my life, just listening to some of the guests, listening to the advice and realizing that we're in this together and we're in this to share with each other, to love one another, to also address our pain, address our darkness, address the systems of inequality that are happening and acknowledge that, you know, we're not always okay. So I think it's a beautiful place that people are able to acknowledge the darkness and the light and realize that it's just part of our human experience. And the more that we get loved up, take care of ourselves, love ourselves, the more that we can love others and the more that we love others, the healthier our world becomes. And that's, that's the goal with a podcast. And I, I think we're doing all right. Yeah, I think so too. You know, I love podcasts and I love tuning in and I love, I love it all. I love the guest speakers. I love the content. I love the, just some of the deeper conversations, some of the fun, funny conversations. Um, the show is really dope. You guys definitely, definitely, definitely check it out. I mean, you'll see all of that information in the show notes as well as on Instagram. But I, I did want to ask you, do you have anyone? I know I saw, you know, Thich Han passed away on the 22nd, I believe, this past weekend. And he was one of my favorite authors of all time. And I know you posted about him. And I can completely understand why you may have loved him as much as I did, but or as much as I do. But who who inspires you? Who has been an inspiration to you while you've been on this journey? Oh, goodness. Everyone. Every single one. One of my favorite quotes from Thich Nhat Hanh was, letting go gives us freedom, and freedom is the only condition for happiness. If in our heart we are still clinging to anything, anger, anxiety, or possessions, we cannot be free. I just love that, especially in a time where we are so uncertain about different things in the world, him reminding us how we can get free, you know? And I've had a lot of amazing mentors 
on the podcast, like Lisa Nichols, Reverend Bernard Beckwith, just recently Neil Donald Walsh, you know, and it's just been amazing to be able to sit down with some of these amazing people and to share their knowledge and wisdom with the community. And I think it's just so special to, and it's such an honor for me to be able to have these conversations. It is. I mean, how beautiful is it? And you're actually recording video too with your show. So people can actually see the guests and and watch their facial expressions. And I think that's really special. And then the diversity of guests that you've had on the show too is really cool. And and I I will tell you, I love I love Thich Nhat Hanh so much and all of his teachings and his books and just, I mean, finding him, there were certain authors that really changed the game for me when I was starting out in my journey of like, I guess, wellness and holistic living. And he was definitely one of like the very first people that I came across. And I actually went to the monastery. Have you been to the the place in, um, it's in SoCal, I believe it's like in the woods of Escondido. Have you been there? I don't mm. remember what it's called. Oh, no. Deer Park. I think it's called no. Deer Park. No, I haven't. Oh, it's beautiful definitely. that you had an opportunity to go. Honestly, and I, I did not know. I, I wasn't even, I mean, I knew obviously that's how I found him, but I went to a retreat there and I learned so much. Um, and obviously it was it was vegan. All the food was vegan and it was so good. And learning how to walk, they had the walking meditations that if you know Thich Nhat Hanh, you know he was a really big fan of. And I don't believe he was there while I was there, but it was just a beautiful space and so beautiful to meditate and all these things and dive into that and just be inspired. So I love that you have found inspiration in him and in some of your guests and in the people around you. I just, I love it. I absolutely love it. And you talked about, you talked a little bit about some of the guests that you've had. A lot of the guests that you've had are authors or are people who speak. So you wrote a book recently and I wanted to share that because I think that's super cool. So can you tell us about your book? I know it is called Let Your Fears Make You Fears, but to those listening who love reading, can you tell us a bit about it? Absolutely. And and the subtitle is How to Turn Common Obstacles into Seeds for Growth. And right now we got a lot of obstacles. You know, we have a lot of things happening in the world. And what I like to remind people and what what let your fears make you fears means is looking at our fears as vibrations of love. Our fears and our emotions are like the messengers that are letting us know that, hey, you know, something's not okay. You know, something's wrong. I, I don't feel comfortable. And if we let our fears make us fierce, then we actually look and lean into our fears courageously and allow it to take us to our greatest evolution, our greatest healing, our greatest possibility to thrive and evolve. And I think that's what we're being asked to do right now in the world is to lean into the injustice, lean into the separation so that we can heal humanity together. Mm-hmm. And this book, I mean, I'm excited. I just, I love learning and taking in different perspectives. And you mentioned Lisa Nichols. And one of the things I love about Lisa Nichols is that she's such a great storyteller. And sometimes I think when we're on any kind of journey and we're learning, especially about complex things, is sometimes we need to hear it in different ways. We need to hear the stories. We need to hear the correlations and the analogies and stuff. And 
just so that we understand so we can actually absorb it and it actually makes sense to us. So I love that. I absolutely love it. So if you guys are interested, I will make sure that is linked in the show notes so you can check it out because I love filling my, my, my personal bookcase and my book collection with black women writers. And um, it's just something that I enjoy doing. So, and I actually had a guest a couple years ago from the free black women's library and she actually funds the LA edition. I should, have you heard of the free black women's library, Koya? No, where is that? It's so new. Okay, so, well, it's not new, but the organizer, Asha Grant, she's amazing, and I will send you the link. She's got an actual storefront now. Um, There's like Mm -hmm. a a bookstore, and I'll send you all the information to her, but the Free Black Women's Library is all about having access to Black women authors, and once I had them on the show, it just opened my eyes up to like, wow, like really focusing on having Black women writers specifically on my bookshelf and just the work that they're doing in LA and in um, New York City where it was started and all around the world now, but definitely will connect you. But I love it, love it, love it. And I'm excited to support the book um, and the podcast, right? All of us who are listening, if you are are interested or you know, if you know someone who is really into wellness and spirituality and personal development, which I feel like most people who are listening to this show are. So it's a great, it's a great correlated audience here. Um, We'll make sure we support and show lots of love. Hey, can we take a pause real quick? I just want to let y'all know this is exclusive and time sensitive. If you're hearing this, there's a really good chance that either I have a spot open or I have a spot opening on my one-on-one program that I offer. So I only do four slots at a time because this is like the most intense, thorough, intimate way to work with me ever. This is my creme de la creme, like four bad bitches only. This is for solopreneurs who have a nine to five, who work in corporate, who have some sort of job that they are doing and that they're doing really well, but who also have a side hustle or a business that they are running on the side and they want to build and streamline their goals towards. A lot of us have strategy. A lot of us have plans here and there, but most of us don't have accountability. A lot of us don't have a support system that's solid. And the rest of us aren't organized and have strong boundaries, have routines, like all of that. So I'm going to help you get it all together. This is a three-month intensive one-on-one coaching program where you have full access to me via Voxer. We have seven, seven one-on-one calls with each other throughout the three months, and you get routines. You get customized affirmations and audios and all kinds of things to help you succeed. So check out the link. It's in the show notes. It's also on my website, WhitneyDanielle.com. If you have questions, DM me, send me an audio note. Let me know. If you know someone who needs to get their shit together in this manner, send me their information. I will totally hook you up for the referral. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Let's get back to the episode. Speaking of love, we have got to talk about the Get Loved Up phenomenon. I call it a phenomenon, but I know it is a school. It's a holistic school. Can you tell us what Get Loved Up is and how it started? Absolutely. Get Loved Up started with me realizing that I couldn't love others to the detriment of myself. You know, as a woman and as a black woman, I always put myself last and put everyone else first and go and go and go and do and do and do and say yes and yes and yes until I'm completely burnt out and overwhelmed. And I had to learn like, girl, you got to get loved up. You got to 
pour into yourself and feel your your cup. And this is one of my favorite quotes from Lisa Nichols, you know, feel your cup so that you can give from your overflow. Allow people to sip from your saucer, but in order for that to happen, you have to pour into yourself. And so when I learned that and when I experienced the beauty that became my life when I loved myself first and most, I had so much to give. I had an abundance to give. So that's why I named my company Get Loved Up because I wanted to inspire others, especially women, to love yourself, pour into yourself. You'll have plenty to give to others. And that's what Get Loved Up is about. It's about, you know, self-love, self-care. In the school, we're certified by the Yoga Alliance. So I teach yoga, meditation, connecting spiritually, all the different lineages and different type of lineages of yoga, including comedic yoga. And when we were in person, we even did acro yoga to build trust. And so I actually pulled from many different modalities where a lot of trainings, they just use one modality. I actually unpack many different modalities and I consider it a multicultural and a, a multidisciplinary yoga school in that we look at yoga from different perspectives because that's who we are as a people. That's who we are as humanity. And I think it's important. I know you called out the diversity on the podcast, but the community is very diverse. The training is very diverse, looking at all different angles, not leaving out, you know, comedic yoga because it's not as popular, but understanding that Yoga has been here since the beginning of time, and we've always had yoga and the breath and the movement to heal our bodies. And so teaching that, and then we also get into how to create a lifestyle for yourself, because a lot of people just teach, but it's like, if you're not living the lifestyle, you're going to burn out. If you're not getting loved up regularly, if you're not doing the practice, the breath work, the rituals, then you will burn out. And a lot of people don't realize it's not just about making the money or being the teacher or being the guru. It's about practicing the art and forever being a student. And then we get into entrepreneurship, really, whether people decide to work within a company or whether they decide to just do it on their own teaching the principles of entrepreneurship and being a visionary and leading with that light that you've cultivated by deepening your spirituality and your wellness practices is kind of what it's is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I think people forget that yoga is, is such a big word and it definitely does not mean one thing or one type of a yoga practice. So being able to learn about this is it's extraordinarily interesting. And I think it's crucial because I mean, there's really a yoga for everybody. And Absolutely. yoga is unity, you know, it means to yoke. So it makes sense to pull all the different ones into one and it's meant to unify us. Mm, it is. And, and you really truly can find a yoga practice that, that suits you and where you're at and what you're looking for. We talked a little bit before this call about, you know, people craving restorative yoga and yin yoga, which are way more, you know, slower. They're slower. They're um, way more, I guess, meditative in a way and, and relaxing and just, they really help. I, I read a whole book by a black woman from my yoga teacher training materials. And uh, it talked all about yoga for restorative yoga, specifically for trauma 
and stress-based responses and just how much we need it, especially as people of color um, or people who've been through some things, uh, traumatic, you know, traumatic things, PTSD, those types of, of experiences and how restorative yoga can really help. So I love that your Get Loved Up school talks about the different types of yoga so that really people can figure out where they can get in where they fit in, where they want to go. And and then you end up learning, well, you know what? I thought that I liked this or I thought that yoga meant that. But now I'm seeing that kundalini yoga is kind of my jam. And I think that's so interesting that it's it's just so it's just so broad, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, it is so broad. It is so beautiful. It is so healing. You know, it just depends on people being ready for that for that journey and ready for all of the blessings that can come with it. Yes. And so if you guys are interested, check out the Get Loved Up school and the community. Get signed up for the email list. I love the emails. Koya does all kinds of things throughout the year to specifically for the community and at all different cost, you know, cost points. So there's something for everybody and you can learn so much by being, and the community is huge, right? The community is huge. And I remember going, you had an event. Oh my goodness. Uh, When was this event? I think it may have been I think it may have been last year. It was definitely during the pandemic and you had this huge event and it was online. And I just remember you having different speakers come and you you had dancing and you had music. And I just remember reading all the comments in the Zoom and just seeing everyone. Everybody was so amazing in the comments. I'm like, look at this community that she has created of people who are so supportive and loving and just communicative. I mean, it was, it was absolutely amazing. And I, I know you were on camera. So you may not have seen a lot of the the comments unless you went back, but can you tell us like how you built this amazing, engaged and supportive and loving community? Wow. That event, it was last February, actually, we're just coming upon the anniversary and I have so much pressure, like, okay, what are you going to do this year? And it was just so beautiful. We had over 8,000 people sign up. And then in each different module, we had anywhere from 500 to 800 people, you know, in the different sessions. And it was just absolutely phenomenal to see people coming together and to see that people are ready. People are ready to heal. People are ready to be well. And for me, it was about just bringing the teachers together. Some of my friends, some of my inspirations, some of the greatest teachers I know out there and just bringing them all in one place and and just sharing a wealth of knowledge on spirituality, wellness, and entrepreneurship and how people can really thrive during this time. Because I know we can look at the darkness and we can look at the things going on and it's important to acknowledge those things and, and to see and dissect what's happening so that we can collectively decide on a solution. And in that solution, it's so important to have practices that we can go to daily so that we we can withstand, we can be resilient. And that's what the Get Loved Up retreat was all about, is giving people this time to dance, to sing, to eat. We had everything. And it was just, it was just such a beautiful thing. But it was also a labor of love. I'm still recovering. <laughs> I'm almost recovered because I went through a full-on detox uh, personally. Uh, my relationship transition and professionally, I never you know, let anyone go on my team and the whole rest of the year was full of transitions. And so it's so interesting because sometimes we look at the highlight reel, but 
the aftermath is it was it was it was brutal it was brutal for me to be honest and but I still am so grateful for that event and the way we were able to show up and then all the lessons that I learned during the process because you know it's one of those things I was looking at this meme the other day and they're like oh I wear a smile on my face but I'm really like depressed right now and I think around that time no one knew like behind the scenes like so many things were happening and falling apart and picking up and I just had to kind of push through it and have a smile on my face and then finally it started to take a toll and I had I had to get myself a mental health break and just check out for a little bit and and realign myself and reconnect to uh, source and reconnect to my purpose. Because a lot of times people don't understand when you do something that big and you answer the call, you have to be ready for, you have to have support mentally, spiritually, physically. And sometimes when those things uh, don't happen or they're not there, you can go through a, a period of darkness. And I just want to you know, acknowledge that and say that it's normal and it's okay. And no matter how much work you've done, you're not exempt from these experiences of darkness. And so I definitely went through some darkness, but came out on the other side stronger and now have a have a very, very, very powerful and tight team. And we're going to look at doing even more events this year and growth and expansion and transformation. So at the end of the day, I'm grateful for it all. Hmm. I completely understand the darkness and the transitions and all of that. It's just amazing how you don't know what people are, are dealing with behind the scenes. And I mean, hosting a virtual event like that was was a big undertaking. And there were so many people. And I remember, you know, there were tech, we had tech sometimes, some tech issues, just like, you know, and then you got people in the comments who were like, I don't know how to use Zoom. And so there's so many, there's so many parts that are happening at one time. And I just... I just thought it was so cool and so beautiful that you were able to get so many people together and so many people to speak and to be a part of it. You didn't just do this by yourself or for your group. I mean, you had several people who came and spoke and talked about a variety of topics. And that to me was absolutely incredible. And so, yeah, I mean, of course there's going to be hiccups and things, but I, I really will say that it is an inspiration that you went through all of those things, many of which a lot of us aren't going to know about and, and, and whatnot, but you still came out and you still continue on your platform. And it's interesting, I think, as people who are, you know, maybe empathic or are just really tuned into themselves and are working on themselves and really hold themselves to a very high standard, right? I feel like you definitely do. That. <laughs> I do too, right? Yeah. We, we sometimes just, when we are, are at that level, there's so much growth that happens. And, you know, like you said about pouring from your own cup, you're, you're really doing what you've learned and what you've essentially preached out too, right? Being able to listen to what we're we're taught and then apply it is important. So you taking that break is important. And, you know, it just, a lot of us can get very stressed out and we're still in the middle of a pandemic on top of everything else that's happening <laughs> in life. You know, we're still dealing with so much in the world and it's, it's just wild. And I just, so I commend you and I'm sure a lot of us, if not the vast majority of us are, remember that event as a beautiful and positive and really cool thing that you did that you really didn't have to do, but you chose to. And it just, it helped a lot of people. Thank you. 
<laughs> and I actually have the replay. So the replay is available if anyone listening wants to experience it. And I'm thinking about promoting the replay around the same time. And just because it was such a, like you said, it wasn't just me. It was everyone's communities. We all came together. Such a diverse, like we had like, I think I want to say, 18 different teachers from different, you know, from different modalities. And oh, it was just each day, you know, pouring a pouring into. So I highly suggest people who are interested And a lot of the, those same people we had on the podcast too. So really, really dropping into that moment. And I, and I agree with you, what was most impactful, no matter what is the people's lives were changed like I still get emails to this day asking me are you going to do another one this year and I was so amazing last year and so I think that's what I take away from it is just the lives that were impacted and how we will be stronger and healthier because of it so I'm, I'm grateful for every single part of it the ups the downs the highs the lows it's all part of that reality that is love at the end of the day it's all love mm-hmm yeah, definitely. I'll check out the replay. And there were some amazing people that spoke, people that I had heard of, and then some people that I hadn't. And I think that's really cool too, is you get to expand your network. And then that's how you find people that you really connect with. And I just, I absolutely love those types of events. So check out the replay, make sure you're tapped into the email list so that you get those newsletters and, and notifications of what's going on. You know, Koya is not someone that's going to bombard you with information and constant email. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really promoted anybody's email list before, but I really do recommend getting on the Get Loved Up email just for visibility, if anything else, so you know what's happening and, and what the community is up to and, and how you can participate. But yeah, I, I'm excited to see what you have in store for 2022. So can you tell us a little bit about what your vision is for the year? Thank you. Uh, thank just thank you so much because I, I love the newsletters and you know once a week just checking in with the community. So thank you for honoring those love letters. And coming up, we just revamped our membership. So you know I think it's important to have safe spaces where we can talk about what we're going through right now and how we're feeling. And so the Get Loved Up membership is is that community where you have your yoga practices, your meditation meditation practices, your recipes, everything in one place. And then I come on for the new moon, the full moon, and then I have one. So three times a month, um, you have live Q&A with me. And the new moon and the full moon is all about healing. We do breath work, transformational letter writing, ceremony, dance, everything together. And then the coaching call is really about me leaning into the community and asking um, and them asking questions that might be coming up for them when it comes to their spirituality, their wellness, or their, you know, their purpose, their passion. And it's, it's such it's such an honor to be able to hold space in that way. And so that's what we have coming up this year. And we also relaunched the website. The website is brand new. So if you go to koyaweb.com, we spent the latter half of last year redoing the website. And yeah, you're going to see a mastermind this year. We did an incubator last year. And so starting the second half of the year, I'm going to um, be working with wellness entrepreneurs and taking them through the journey that I took of knowing my purpose, knowing my truth, building a lifestyle, and then, you know, building a community. And um, I'm excited about that. 
I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm sure you are. This is, it it sounds like so much fun and it definitely seems like you enjoy what you do. And I think that's inspiring in and of itself because, you know, you see a lot of stuff on, you know, TikTok and on social media about people who aren't living in their purpose and aren't, you know, they're just not in that space. So whenever we do have someone who is living in a space where they get to do things that they love and be around people who uplift and motivate them and, and are positive forces, really. I think it's great. It's great. We need more of it. I'm excited to see more of it. Hopefully, you know, people get tapped into their calling and they do the things that they're supposed to be doing so they can live their best lives and then, you know, inspire more people. But I love that. I love that you do what you do. And I also love the way that you do it. So shout out to the Get Loved Up community. If you are a Get Loved Up person and you've been following the community for a while, shout out to you. Welcome to the Network and Spill community. And if you're part of the Network and Spill community, definitely tap in to the Get Loved Up community. We can do some cross-pollinating. And I just, I absolutely love the show. I love the community. I love the school. And I love the messaging behind what you do. So if you all need encouragement, Koya Web's IG page is definitely a great place to go. So again, at Koya Web, K-O-Y-A-W-E-B-B. All of this is in the show notes. You'll have access to, I will put her book link in the show notes. I will put, we can put some more information in the show, in the show notes about her show, her podcast show, where you can tune in. I'll make sure I find the Tabitha Brown episode. I just, I love Tabitha Brown so much. And I want you all to tap into that. And then you'll see lots of other people like scroll through her page, see which episodes look good or find the the podcast online and and see which episodes stand out and tune in and make sure you leave a review. If you're, if you're part of the give, get loved up community, you've already left a review, come over to the network and spill community and leave a review over here. I would absolutely love that, but I'm excited to see what new episodes are coming, what new events are coming. And I, I actually told Koya, you guys, this is like some Whitney information. I told Koya before the call that I was going to be attending her 500 hour YTT program, which for those of you who don't know is the yoga teacher training. And a lot of you may know I did my, my 200 hours a couple years ago, technically 2020 fall of 2020 into winter of 2021. And I graduated in February, but you add on your trainings. So you do one and then you do another. If you want to, you can do extra stuff and, and learn how to do different, you know, specific modalities. Like if I wanted to do prenatal yoga or Kundalini yoga, I could go and get extra. Um, what is that called? It starts with a C. Is it cumulative or comprehensive? There's a word for that. The, the name for the training? Well, for the, like the add-ons that you can do where you like kind of go and can get electives electives okay maybe mm-hmm. i'm just making that up okay <laughs> where you can go and get the electives and i'm just really excited to do the 500 hour so my 200 hour was done with you know um, very well miss faith hunter so mm-hmm. shout out to faith she's based in dc but I love that you've incorporated, you guys have a a strong bond and it seems like you guys really support one another. And I think that's so beautiful too. Oh, thank you. Yes. I love Faith Hunter and I love supporting other women because a lot of times, you know, it's, it's so competitive out there. And I believe in collaboration over competition and just how can we support each other more? How can we uplift each other more? How can we communicate and, and, elevate. And so I'm really excited to have those beautiful women on my podcast and my community. I'm so happy with the collaborations I've been able to uh, manifest in the last year. And I'm just, I'm just grateful for life. 
you know, just grateful for life and all of its ups and downs. It hasn't been easy. Like I said, last year was a tough year, but I feel like it's all about what we're learning through the process and can we still find joy? Yeah. So is there anything right now that is bringing you joy? Like even something super random or seemingly mundane, like in your day-to-day, what brings you joy? Uh, What brings me joy is my daily rituals that connect me with God, that connect me with my divine purpose. So meditation, journaling, breath work, eating good food, going outside in nature, Those are the things that, you know, talking to a friend I haven't talked to, I'm in this program where we are calling one person a day and telling them how much we value them and appreciate them and love them. And that has been fabulous. And it's just every day, I feel like every day is is such a blessing, but my rituals really bring me a lot of joy. Mm, Thank you for sharing that. We'll definitely have to talk more about rituals and and that's something that people can learn from from you and on your community too, right? People want to tap into meditation and the rituals around self-love and of holistic living, right? That's something they can get from from you and your page. Absolutely. Yep. Everywhere, every part of social media, Koya Web, and also get loved up on Instagram. I love it. Yay. Well, this conversation brought me joy and Koya, I'm going to count this as my conversation, my calling a friend, a person in my phone and telling you how much I value you. And I love the work that you're doing and the light that you are because you really like, I don't want to sound cheesy because people go, oh, you're just saying that because, you know, you've known her for so long and blah, 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 blah. But I really, truly do. I truly, truly do feel as if you are a huge huge inspiration to me in several ways. And I think I'll just dive into it for just a second. The the one thing that sticks out to me about you is, is it is the way that you live, like the way that you, the art of living, the way that you actually show up in your space. And although I don't see a lot of the behind the scenes because, you know, social media and we live on the opposite side of the country now, but mm-hmm. the way that you show up, it is it it brings about an energy that is just so it's inspiring, but it's calming. And I said that to you before the call, because I was like, eh, you know, it's been a really busy day. I've been running around. I'm still kind of caffeinated. And I was a little (laughs) bit like, I hope that, you know, this, this whole conversation is just super smooth. And I was like, you know what, what do I, I don't have anything to worry about. I'm going to be on the call with Koya. Like her energy Mm -hmm. is so dope. It's going to level me out. And it does. And if you guys listen to this episode, you know, I get a little hype at some points and I'll start talking faster. But after Koya speaks, my body responds by matching that energy. So typically when Koya says something, right, you'll see me respond and I kind of will, I I chill out. And it's like, that's how vibrational people, right? The high vibrational people, that's how that works. When you surround yourself with people who are tuned into themselves and are grounded in who they are and what's going on and and take that time to, to take care of themselves, it literally permeates out of their body. Even though we're literally on different opposite sides of the country, I can feel that energy and my body responds to it. And so this is why it's so important to have these types of people in your life. And it's also important to recognize them. So yeah, thank you for being you and for doing the work and just showing us that it's possible to live a holistic life that's full of joy and and self-care and self-love and self-reflection and personal development um, and spirituality, like all of the things 
I really do appreciate you. Mm, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you as well. I think the way that you honor other women is so beautiful and so necessary and the space that you're holding on your podcast and everything that you're doing in the world is just such a blessing to the world. So thank you for having me on. Thank you for this opportunity to share love. Yes. Thank you. All right, y'all. This is the episode, first episode of February. If you want to get loved up, make sure you are tapped into social media. You get on the newsletter, you tap in with Koya. If Koya does something, please know I will most likely be there or be en route. And so you'll be essentially a part of a community that I'm already a part of. And I absolutely love that I was able to get Koya on the show and promote what she's doing. Don't forget to catch her book and listen to go binge listen to some of the episodes, some of the episodes that she's done and some of the guests that she's had, I can guarantee you will find something special that you carry with you for a very long time. So go check out those episodes, tap in with Koya online. If you listen to this episode, definitely screenshot and tag us. And I will 100% shout you out on social so we can get some visual proof that you tuned in and that you were enjoying the episode. If you did enjoy the episode, definitely tap into the rating and reviewing of the show. You can do that on Spotify now, which is kind of cool. And you can do that on Yeah, you can do that on some of the apps and you can do that on um, Apple Podcasts as well. So if you've got that Apple device, it doesn't have to be an iPhone, it could be an iPad. You can always leave a review and comment there. So we appreciate you all so much for tuning in. You can catch me, Whitney Danielle Co. underscore on Instagram, as well as the at Network and Spill IG page there. And we are here to support. So if you have questions, um, Koya and I will be going live on Instagram a few days after the release of this episode. So Tuesday evening, we will go live. So if you listen to this before Tuesday, the February the 8th, then definitely come through with some questions for Ms. Koya. And then if you're listening after the 8th and we've already done the IG, feel free to still message us, send a note, tell us what you thought of the episode, send some love and encouragement. I think we could all use a little bit of extra of that, especially in February. What a beautiful time to, to share some love, to spread some love, and to also just acknowledge some women doing some cool things. So with that being said, Koya, thank you again. I really appreciate your time and we'll see you soon. You are amazing. Thank you so much, Whitney. You're welcome. Cheers, y'all.